I am tired. I am genuinely tired of hearing stories of Africans being abused at their workplace by their employers. I am tired. I really am. And it's almost like nobody cares about us. Our governments don't care about us. Um, you know, the employers don't care about us. The international labor organizations don't care about us because, I mean, we're Africans and we're black. Who cares about these people? People are being physically abused. People are being sexually abused. People are being, people are losing their lives. People are being physically maimed at work. Yet nobody says something because these people prey on the desperations that Africans have. They know we do not have enough jobs on the continent. And so they know that whatever it is that they dish to us, we're just going to have to swallow. Hello, my name is Nolusen Diso. I'm from South Africa. I'm currently based in Shanghai, China. And I work as a kindergarten teacher. On Wednesday, August 23rd, during a disagreement, the HR manager at my job, a guy, punched me on my face. After he punched me and I was screaming, trying to get him, trying to get out of his office, he pushed me down on the couch telling me that I needed to sit down. I screamed and I was trying to get my phone so I can take pictures and videos of what was happening. Instead, he grabbed my phone and said he didn't have my phone anymore. I don't know how I got out of the office, but somehow I got out. And I was running in the passage of this kindergarten trying to get help. There were various women there. All of them just watched and did nothing. I managed to run to the stairs, but by the time I got to the stairs, he was already there. And he was preventing me from going past it. Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of Our Conversations. My name is Sandira Ganga. I'm a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here, talking to you guys about black people, Africans, our empowerment, and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. You can connect with me on social media, at Ondiro Ganga on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today's video is a bit heartbreaking and sad, but then it's not the first, and unfortunately, it's not going to be the last. A South African lady who's worked as a teacher in China came out on social media with a black eye, documenting how she had been abused at work. And I'll play that video shortly, but what breaks my heart the most is the fact that it had to get to that. Do you know by the time somebody gets to a place where they punch you, they've already gone through all the stages of abuse that is at their disposal that they could think of. And now they've just got into a place where they don't care anymore. It also means that the law does not protect you. You know, just a little bit of context. Jobs are hard to come by on the African continent. This is just because the economies are not growing as fast as we would like, but there's also so much corruption, nepotism, there's just too much. And if you can find your way outside of the African continent, you do, right? If you can find something that pays you a little bit better so you can build a decent life for yourself and your family, you do. But it comes with so many challenges and risks. Let's even forget the challenges that comes with leaving your home country and going to work abroad. The risks, the risks, because who is there to protect you? Who is there to take care of you? Who is watching out for your welfare? African governments are the most useless governments when it comes to international welfare of their people when it comes to work. They literally do not care. You know, they're so concerned about the diplomatic relations of this country that they're not bothered to protect the people that work there. I'll give you an example, Kenya. Many of our workers go to the Middle East to work as house helps. And this is the most 
heartbreaking thing. Yes, you'll get paid a little bit more than what you could have made in Kenya and you, you know, you can take your kids to school and stuff like that. Forget what you hear about patriarchy and stuff. In many of these African countries, women are actually the real breadwinners because it's women that break their back to be able to ensure that kids get an education. They, they'll do whatever it takes to ensure that their children get a better life. And these people know this. Kenyan households are mistreated in the Middle East. You know, they work about 14 hours a day. They live in deplorable conditions. Some just get a mattress. Um, sometimes just a bed sheet, very little bedding. They don't get enough food or little to no food at all. When they're sick, they do not get medical health care. And these people have outrightly stated that you're my slave. They take your passport when you get there and you have to work for at least two years before you can get your passport back. And this is not the experience of everybody, but there are some experiences that have been very horrific and horrendous coming out of the Middle East. And the government does nothing. If anything, they just keep allowing these people to go there. And, you know, people cannot stop going there because they're looking for greener pastures. They cannot eat grass. But you can do something to protect the welfare of your people when they're working abroad. You know, there's some of these countries that when the people are working in your country, they know exactly where the people are and you cannot touch their people unless a diplomatic wrath is going to fall on you. You know, there have been stories of women who work um, abroad from Uganda in the Middle East, going back home physically maimed, without kidneys, sometimes livers. And you're like, what kind of cruelty is this? And if you don't believe me, here's the story of that Chinese teacher to just put into context for you the kind of abuse that Africans have to endure abroad. Hello, my name is Nolusin Diso. I'm from South Africa. I'm currently based in Shanghai, China. And I work as a kindergarten teacher. On Wednesday, August 23rd, during a disagreement, the HR manager at my job, a guy, punched me on my face. After he punched me and I was screaming, trying to get him, trying to get out of his office, he pushed me down on the couch telling me that I needed to sit down. I screamed and I was trying to get my phone so I can take pictures and videos of what was happening. Instead, he grabbed my phone and said he didn't have my phone anymore. I don't know how I got out of the office, but somehow I got out and I was running in the passage of this kindergarten trying to get help. There were various women there. All of them just watched and did nothing. I managed to run to the stairs, but by the time I got to the stairs, he was already there. And he was preventing me from going past him. I was screaming, but he was pulling me, preventing me from leaving. I don't know what came to my head, but I thought about a different exit and I ran towards the different exit, but he was chasing me. And during the time that he was chasing me, he was singing a song, humming a song as though to distract me in case so that I can fall and he can catch me. I managed to get out of the building and there was another lady outside the building shouting for the, for the security's officers to close the gate so I wouldn't get out. But what happened is the security officer made a mistake. Instead of closing the gate, he opened the gate and then I ran, managing to get out. By the time I got out, I had no shoes on, no socks on. They had taken my phone, I had no bag on. It was just me and nothing on my hands. I didn't know what to do, so I started walking on the streets and I came across a young Chinese lady. I asked her if she speak English and she said yes. I asked her to call the cops. She called the cops, the cops arrived and we went back to the kindergarten. When we arrived at the kindergarten, they had gathered everything that belonged to me in the table. 
telling me that the reason why they were preventing me from leaving is because they wanted me to come down so they can call the cops to resolve the issue it, despite the fact that I wasn't feeling safe and that is why I wanted to run away then the guy who had punched me told the told the cops that he did not punch me that I hit my eye on the couch I asked them to release the CCTV footage of the building while I was running and they said they don't have it we went to the police station at the police station the vice principal who saw everything happened said that she didn't see anything and that when this guy might have hit me she was on the phone so she didn't see anything when I arrived there the cops basically told me that my visa is expiring next week and I do not have proof that this guy has hit me and therefore I needed to settle feeling like I didn't have a choice I ended up settling for compensation. I'm making this video because I'm making this video because there are so many of us out here who are suffering under the hands of our employers who continue to disobey the law and treat us very poorly. And I'm also making this video because I feel very powerless in this situation. They told me that if I talk to anybody or go to the media about the situation, then they would sue me and I would have to go to jail or get deported. They also threatened to put me on some teacher's blacklist in China so that I would never get a job in China. They also refused to give me any documents that would allow me to work anywhere else in China during this moment. But I'm not okay with just keeping quiet and pretending like this is okay and there's nothing happened. And I hope if you're seeing this video, you pass it to as many people as possible so that people know that this happens to me. I think this story is self-explanatory. It's very heartbreaking, but um, some of these things just make me feel very helpless. But this is just to say that if you're working abroad, you just need to find ways of protecting and insulating yourself. Just ensure somebody knows where you are. Um, just get in touch with local authorities. One or two people that can always come to your aid when push comes to shove. And I don't even know with this video. I think these are just some of the things that at this point in time, they're just videos that we do them so that they're out there, so that there's documentation of this abuse. And when we are ready to have that conversation on how to turn things around, then we have a place to start. Thank you so much for watching. I'll see you again next time.